until about 2006, if you talk to anyone, especially real estate agents, they'd always tell you that, um, on average, nationwide, that housing always goes up in price. That you know there could be layoffs, and you know maybe um, oil drops off, and people have layoffs in Texas, so housing prices go down in Texas, or uh, they have layoffs in Michigan, so housing prices go down there. But nationwide, housing prices do nothing good but go up, and that for the most part has been true since the Great Depression. The housing prices have been going up maybe 1% or one percent or so per year, actually a little bit less in, in real terms. But something fundamentally amazing happened in, in, in the beginning part of this decade. I have right here, this is the Case-Shiller Index. And this is probably the best um, estimate of housing prices I can find. This is better than the median, because the Case-Shiller actually tries to compare uh, the price you'd pay for the same house. And maybe I'll do another video later on, on how they exactly do that. But if we look at the Case-Shiller Index, let's see, in 2000, that's where they index it to, a house that cost you know $100,000 in 2000, or uh, the index was at 100 in 2000, by 2004, the in, that houses nationwide, this is the, the national index right here, nationwide prices had increased by 46%. and by 2006, where they peaked, they had increased by 88%. They had almost doubled since the price in 2000. And so the, the obvious question is, is why did this happen? What, what drove prices to increase so fast when really for um, most of, of the history of America, housing prices have, have never increased this fast? Especially considering what was happening in, in the broader economy. And what do I mean by that? Well, it, it, what, what a, for the price of anything to increase, what has to happen? Well, the, the demand has to increase faster than the supply, right? So let's, let's look at possible theories. What are, what are demand drivers that, that could make housing prices go higher? Let me write that in green. Demand drivers. Well, maybe, maybe the population, maybe population grew faster than the housing stock. When I say the housing stock, I just mean that, um, well, we're saying just demand, so let me just say population. The housing stock is supply. So population goes up. That's a demand driver. What's another demand driver? Incomes. Incomes go up. right? That's another reason. Maybe if a lot of people just become a lot richer, they're willing to pay for houses. And what are supply? What are the supply drivers? Well, these are just new homes built. New homes built. So if you buy the, the classical supply-demand argument, why housing prices increased by 40% from 2000 to 2004, or why they increased for, by 80% from 2000 to 2006, these dynamics should have grown faster than these dynamics. So the, the population, or maybe the total income, if you take the population and the incomes, grew faster than the new homes built. So let's, let's see if that's true. So I found this, this New York Times article. And you could do some Google searches, and I'm sure you can find uh, probably better data. This is just me doing a very fast search on this stuff. Let me see if I can get it up. OK, here it is. So this is from a New York Times article. This is a little graph. And this is showing, this is the average of incomes reported on all tax returns. So notice, from 2000 to 2004, the average reported actually went down. It actually went down from 2000 to 2004. And this is interesting. Let me, let me see if I can bring this in here. So here they say total, total reported income in 2004 dollars. So they adjusted for inflation. 
fell 1.4%. But because the population grew during that period, average real incomes declined more than twice as much, falling by uh, 1,641 a year, or 3%. So what are they saying? They're saying the total, the total income fell by 1.4%, but the population must have grown by about 1.5%. And so uh, the average per capita was 3%. So let me, let me write that in summary. So what do we know? What happened? We know from 2000 to 2004, and this is nationwide, 2000 to 2004, we know that the population Increased by roughly one point by roughly one point five percent. So not by much. I mean, this is over a four-year period. So per, per year, it's it's it, it was growing by less than a percent. And then if you go to the income, income per person, income or actually this is probably well, this is income per per tax filing, but that's a pretty good proxy income per tax filing, that declined by 3%. So the total money available, the total money available that New York Times article just showed us, actually declined by, what did they say, by 1.4%. So the argument that somehow there's more money out there chasing you know, the same number of homes or a slightly larger number of homes doesn't really, uh, doesn't really Carry carry much weight, but just let's just make sure. Maybe for some reasons, maybe houses were destroyed, or the number of homes built just didn't keep pace with this population increase. So let's see what what data we can find on that. Well, let's see. I found this this thing. This says that this was in 1999. They say the composition of estimated 115 million housing units in the United States. So we can say roughly that in 2000, that there were 115 million housing units. So in 2000, there were 115 million housing units. So let's see over the, this time period, how many, roughly how many housing units were built. What percentage did the housing stock increase by? And I found this data here. And this is annualized new home builds by year. And I'm not going to go through all of the math, but if you see, let's see, if I go back to 2000, I know this might be hard for you to see because I'm, but if we pick up pretty much any, any month, you know, from 2000, 2001, this is in thousands. So on an annualized basis, maybe 1.5 million homes, that was 2000, but it started accelerating all the way to 2004. By 2004, we were building roughly 2 million homes a year. So over that time period, we can say on average, you know, you can work the numbers for, you know, to get an exact number, but it should work out. We were building about 1.8 million homes a year. 1.8 million new homes per year. New homes per year. And we can assume that that the you know how homes destroyed were pretty negligible. Uh, I, I'm not aware of most neighborhoods where they were you know bulldozing homes. If anything, they were just renovating homes. But these are brand new homes. So over that four-year period, and I'm just going to focus there because that's where we got data from that New York Times article. How many homes were built? Well, 1.8 times four, that's what? That's uh, 1.8 times four. So roughly 7.2 million homes, new homes, were built over that time period. And we started with a base of 115 million, roughly, in 2000, divided by. So over that time period, the housing stock increased by 6%. So 
the supply of homes went up by 6%. So what's going on here? From 2000 to 2004, we built a ton of houses. The supply of homes went up by 6%. People's incomes actually went down because we were in a recession. People were getting laid off, or they were just willing to work for less. Income went down, and the population barely increased. And if we look at the total dollars that were being earned, that actually went down. So the, the actual money out there to pay for houses went down. And at the same time, the total number of houses went up. But at the same time, over this exact same period, the prices of houses went up by 46%. Or I forgot the number, but it was 40-something percent. And actually, it continued to, to race up until 2000, where, 2006, where it went up 80% relative to 2000. So this is, 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 is bizarre. This is, you know, it's, Basic economics would tell us that if the supply is increasing, if the supply is increasing and the demand is decreasing, prices, if anything, should come down. So what happened? So I'm going to let you think about that a little bit. That you know, there you have the supply-demand um, thing that would tell you the prices went down. But not only did they not go down, but they raced up faster than they've ever done in in history, in the history of the United States. So in the next video, I'm going to tell you, frankly, why I'm pretty sure housing prices did go up. See you soon.